0: Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey podcast. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of The Tummy Team. This podcast shares the personal journeys of tummy team clients as they restore their core and pursue being strong to be pain free and connected for the life they were meant to live. Kelly Dean from the Tummy Team and you are listening to the Tummy Team Journey podcast and I'm excited to share the story of one of our online clients, Holly. Holly is joining us today and she has a really um, inspiring story to
1: share and I'm excited to learn more about it. So how are you doing, Holly? Hi, I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. I'm really excited. Where, Where do you live? So I live currently in Providence, Rhode Island. My husband and I live here in the city. And tell me, tell me a little bit about
0: your background. Tell me, um, tell me about how you heard about the Tummy Team. But even before that, you know, tell me about your life and your kids and a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. Um, So I grew up in Connecticut, so I'm I'm a New England girl. I um, met my husband in Texas and he is from New Mexico. We got married in Texas and moved back to New England in 2011. He and I have been married um, like 13 and a half years, 14 this summer in July. Um, We have three children, uh, ages 12, 9, and 7. I stay home with the three of them. Um, I have homeschooled on and off over the years. I'm currently homeschooling two of them. One of them goes to private school. Um, we have a lot of interesting needs within our family. Uh, we have some special needs um, with the kids, but also um, accommodations that we have to make for ourselves. My husband and I, um, my husband has a genetic eye disease and he's losing his vision. Um so that affects a lot of our daily life. Um I'm the sole driver, so a lot of my life is spent in the car. Um so um yeah I have a background in early childhood education. I spent um a couple of years and I got my associates. I did not continue to a bachelor's because in my interning I realized I really did not want to be in a classroom setting. Um, and then I had babies. Um, so I kind of had a built in <laughs>
0: yeah. you had some pre- training for motherhood, that you didn't yes. even know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but I've always loved children and educating. I love, I really do consider myself an educator. Um, That's awesome. you know, I have the, the certifications from states and things, but I have been educating my children for, you know, what's she, 12, like eight years. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, um, tell me a little bit about your journey to find the Tummy Team. What was going on in your life that led you to us?
1: Yeah. So I I found the Tummy Team just through Facebook and and a friend. Um, but it was because after my third child was born, um, I realized something was not right. I could not stand upright without pushing my body up again, like I had to use my arms to like push up against a bed or a chair or something to make my body stand upright. And I had to like push on the back of my hips to like push my hips in place. And I was like, this, this is not sustainable. I cannot live like this. Like what is happening? And I was right after the delivery or a little bit down the road. immediately after delivery. And this is my third child. I was just really wobbly. Even the nurses were like, wow, you you're behaving like a C-section patient. Like, you know, and I had a, a natural vaginal delivery. Um, he was post is that posterior. He was like, come came out instead of face down, he was face up. Um, and I just remember feeling like a bowl of jelly. Like I just couldn't walk properly and it just felt weird. So when I get, went home, um, within a, and I was on pain meds afterwards. Like I was always like natural during delivery, but as soon as baby was delivered, I'm like, give me the drugs. <laughs> and so I, was, you know, I had like you know, a good amount of like ibuprofen in the system. So I didn't have a lot of pain. Um, and it wasn't until that wore off and I started to wean off the pain meds that I realized that I was in a lot of pain. Um, just kind of all over. Um, and this is a huge part of my story of just the, the severe disconnect. You know, like I, I always you know, thought of myself as a really strong person. And I can just, you know, I had a really high pain tolerance, um, which is helpful in some instances, except when you ignore all of the pain that you're experiencing. So,
0: right. Our, our, that's a trigger, mm-hmm. um, a trigger comment. And I used to say it all the time. I have a high pain tolerance, but now with the work I do, what that tells me is, you've actually trained your body to ignore pain to such a level that you don't respond to it until it breaks.
1: Exactly. And that's what happened with me. I literally ignored my body until it was literally falling apart. Like I could not, I couldn't even pick up my baby. And, um, and I just remember crying and be like, you I cannot live like this. Like, you know, I had these flashes of my entire life of being like bedridden. I'm like, this can't happen. I'm so young. You know, I was like what? 20, I was 22 and my oldest was born. So it was like 28 maybe when he was born. Six, yeah. No. Too young to be feeling so old. Yes. Yes. Um, and so I went to Facebook because that was, you know, I couldn't go anywhere, but I had social media. Um, <laughs> and a friend of mine had posted something recently that like made me think, oh, maybe she knows something. And so I messaged her and I told her what was happening. She's like, yeah, it sounds like you have a pretty significant diastasis recti. And I was like, what is that? Um, and so then I, th- I found you, the Tommy team and fit to be at the same time. And yeah, I can't remember whose Tommy video you watched. I think it was yours on how to check for di- mm-hmm. and So I did that and I checked and I was like, I think I have like a four finger gap. And my husband came over and he checked and he was like, uh, no, this is a lot bigger than that. <laughs> Cause he used his big fat six fingers and could fit them in between my abdominals and it was just all loosey goosey. I mean, you could, see, when I started to actually then pay attention, I could see my intestines moving. I mean, it was just so gross. It was so creepy. I was like, that disconnect. It, it
0: makes you realize um, how incredible the body is that it is basically able to hold us together when it's, it's like a paper thin wall. Holding yeah. our intestinal organs. I mean, and that's what it was. It was like paper, I mean, not even paper. I mean, it was so thin. I was in the same boat, and you know, we're quick to say, "Oh, my body is broken and it failed me." But yes. I have learned that no, your body is a miracle <laughs> that awesome. it held you together, and you're still yes. able to have your kids and walk around to some extent. Yes, you're not you're not living um, to your full potential, but yeah. it's miraculous how much, um, dysfunction we can live with. Yeah. Um, but then once your eyes are aware, once you see it, mm-hmm. you can't ignore oh it gosh. anymore. Right.
1: You can what, what'd you say? You can't Ignore it anymore. Exactly. Yeah. I could not ignore it. I was like, my, I just can't happen. Like I have to change. Um, and so the healing process was interesting, I think <laughs> has been interesting. Um, Yeah. Because once I realized this is bad, I felt, you know, those feelings of like, my body has failed me. I am broken. Like there is no hope, you know, like I just don't see how this can be any different. Um, I also had pretty severe postpartum depression, um, which I didn't understand that either until months down the road. Um, you know, what I, what
0: I really believe is, and I have no research to back this up. This is completely clinically anecdotal is I believe there's a connection. I, I believe it's very difficult to be grounded and stable and emotionally
1: present when your body is so physically disrupted. Yeah. It's it, for me, it really has been completely connected. And that was really hard for me to recognize you know, I started to do, so I joined fit to be first. Um, mm-hmm. cause at that point I even, um, I couldn't, I didn't even feel like I had enough value to spend the money on a course that was more than a hundred dollars. Like, and this is, this is part of my healing process. Like I really felt so invaluable. Like I was like, okay, maybe I can do the $10 a month. I was like, maybe you No, know, I am. It's really powerful that you said that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it's very powerful that you said that because I, we have, we have a men's program as well. Mm-hmm. And what's really interesting is the men look for our program. They find the program. They buy the program. They yeah. do the program. Boom, boom, boom. The women who are usually in far worse shape. Yeah. will look, will look, we'll think, will wonder, we'll yeah. wait. We'll wait till it's on fifty percent off sale, and then maybe they'll do it, and then they may not even activate it because yeah I think and I think that they you're so used to putting everybody else first, yes, yeah, that's part of it, but I think what you said is you had lost so much of your sense of yourself mm-hmm. that it was hard for you to invest in yourself.
1: It, it was, it was so hard to invest in myself. And I remember just starting, even just the few videos with fit to be how like almost out of body experience it was for me to watch a video, even to acknowledge my posture. And it felt so strange. Like I literally, I forget the video that the title of her video, but it's, it's one of those first like five, I think that she has you do. Got five. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just the one where she's standing and she's telling you how to put your body in place. Uh, align it flat.
0: I think it's an alignment. alignment. Yes. Align yes. it flat. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I just, I had to so watch
0: it. So much awareness it. is required in that video. So much yes. awareness.
1: Yeah. And I was aware- really an aha moment for people to go, What? It <laughs> took me five times of watching it before I could actually get my body into a proper position. I was like, and I felt, And then again, I, those emotions of like, oh my gosh, like, how can I, how did I get here? Like, how have I ignored everything so much that I've, I can't even put my body into a proper posture. And so I did, you know, and then, so it was just those little, little bits of, of awareness and a little bits of. Okay. Every time I would do, I was like, "Oh, it's a win!" You know, like, and I had to begin to celebrate those little bitty wins. You know, they felt so small and they felt so counterproductive. And I just kept, you know, I was on her like Facebook private members forum. Mm-hmm. And I just was like every day looking at it, and you know, the constant theme I kept hearing and reading was those little things count. They count. They count. They count. They count. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna believe it. I'm gonna, gonna believe it baby steps are still moving forward. Yeah. But like months, you know, of these little baby steps and then, um, life was just chaotic, you know, after, so I had diastases, I had postpartum depression. I also had severe mastitis and thrush, you know, like all at the same time, you know, so like recovering from all of that at the same time, it was, um, you know, it just wasn't realistic for me to, to think that I could spend, all of my time rehabbing the core when I was like, all of these things were wrong and all of these things had to be fixed. Um, and then I joined the, I finally, I don't think I started the tummy team until I had actually started therapy, like, um, counselor, seeing a counselor. Cause it was about a year after my son was, my third son was born that I realized this is a lot bigger. Probably before that a year, but I realized as I would do the videos with Fit2Be, I was like, wow, wait a minute. Healing my core, this is way bigger than just learning some exercises. There's something way bigger that I need healing from. And so um, <clears throat> lots more, a lot more time passed before you know realizing that and actually doing something about it. I I tend I really needed to hit rock bottom in every sense of the word for me to realize I needed help for myself. And so it wasn't until he was my son was probably I don't know, nine, ten months old that my depression was so severe that um, I wanted to die. Like it, you know, that and when I began to to really feel those things out it was like another one of those out of body experiences, like, well, wait a minute. The life I'm living Like if you just, you know, stand by and write a note of all the things happening in my life, like it would be amazing and beautiful. And like, I have a a husband, I have a gorgeous home. I have three beautiful children. I don't have to go to work. I can be home with them. But what I was experiencing inside was completely the opposite. And I was like, okay, this, this is illness. Like this, this is not right. And so then I began, um, therapy and medication in um 2015 I think January 2015 so yeah my son was born December 2013 yeah that make timeline that makes sense because I did the tummy team only a month or two after I began therapy um I was finally at a point where I was like okay I was beginning to fully you know I'd worked through some healing things I've worked through some some past heart you know hurt um trauma you know and was able to like okay i think i could do this and i did i bought the uh, the the foundation's course um and i did it and it was it was so good and i realized you know when i was finally able to put the time into those videos and do the exercises i saw so much improvement um like all the the foundational work that i was doing with fit to be was absolutely helpful and good and i was working on all those connections and um, and it was what you and, could do at the time. It was
0: what you had the capacity for at the time. Because core foundations, um, it, what I ask you to do is not, it's pretty simple stuff, but there's a yeah. lot of process. And you have to have a certain amount of um, mental capacity to take yeah. it all in. Mm -hmm. Right. And not want to give up at the beginning because awareness is a huge part of the beginning of our process. And the first thing people become aware of is how weak um, they are and how far from where they want to be they are. And that can be incapacitating to some people. Mm -hmm. And so it sounds like you came in at the right time Mm -hmm. for you to be able to absorb the information in a way that was going to be, um, really fruitful for you.
1: I did. Yeah. I was in a much better place. I still was working on a lot of, you know, emotional and mental healing. Um, but I was to the point where we had a, my husband and I had a trip planned to Hawaii, um, in the summer. And that was my goal. I always need some sort of external boundary to like keep me on track. Um, I've learned recently that I actually am diagnosed ADHD and I'm like, Oh my gosh, so much. (laughs) Um, but, Uh, yeah, I was able to, yeah, I had built up a lot of awareness at that point. And so when, you know, I, I watched the videos, um, I had already processed a lot of those emotions that, that I listened to your podcast. I think it was this last week, the one on emotional, the the connection between the emotional healing. And, um, i had done a lot of emotional healing already so that by the time I was doing those exercises, um, I I was ready to do them you know um I was struck again though like wow I still am I still have so far to go you know I think by the time I joined and did the tummy team I think I had closed the gap and the my fascia had um thickened quite a bit um I had closed the gap to maybe like four finger widths up and down like all the way up and down um it's even more narrow now um but I saw even, I think through the, the program, was it six weeks that we do at the foundation? Eight weeks. Eight. Okay. The eight weeks I saw even, I think one, almost almost two fingers more close.
0: Right. Getting you
1: down to closer to a two finger separation. I think so. And I don't think I've ever, I've not yet gotten to a two in the middle, like around my belly button. Um so, I think top and bottom, I think I saw more clothes. It's the middle part of my belly that struggles. I struggle to get that.
0: a, that's the slowest part. That's the slowest part. That was the last part for me. Mine was a six finger wide diastasis as well. Okay. And the last part to kind of um not just close but thicken and feel stable was right at my navel. Yeah. Uh, and and that fluctuated for you know several years, but the top and the bottom, got more and more and more closed and thicker and thicker um and now it's all closed and it's all thick but that's exciting <laughs> it'll happen it'll happen you know there there's not there's not any one timeline for people and sometimes the diastasis is just simply one measurement of what's going on and it doesn't tell the whole story. So I -hmm. don't want people to ever get caught up if their diastasis isn't completely closed, but all of these other symptoms in their life are dramatically better. Let's celebrate that and allow your body to take the time it needs to close the rest of it without feeling like, unless this happens, I'm not really healed.
1: Yes. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I think that by what I saw even though my gap didn't like close during the the eight weeks, what I saw was significantly less back pain um, just just feeling stronger overall more awareness more connectedness to where my muscles I think by the end of the program I could actually feel the entire muscle um, which was so exciting when I began to and even now like I can when I do engage, You know, I'm like, oh my gosh! I'm looking at myself in the video. I'm like realizing I'm, I'm, I'm been so slumpy, (laughs) But when I sit up and I realize my posture and I engage those muscles, I can feel them all the way from the back, all the way around, top to bottom, from you know the sacral process down to the pubic bone, and that's and it just feels so good, you know.
0: It feels like,
1: feels like that internal hug. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I I was just talking to another another colleague and and. Um, and I, I say snug, like a hug, you know, and, and allow it to hug you. And I use terms like nurturing ourselves and, and I use like, and after I, after I recorded the emotional connection podcast, I really had this revelation that I believe there's an innate built in, um, desire in our design to be hugged, to be held. Mm -hmm. And and to feel like we are being held together. And I'm a believer, so I believe that that that, um design is made by God, that we were designed to be held, Mm -hmm. held together, um, stable, firm, rooted, you Mm -hmm. know, and and from that, from that place, we have this freedom of mobility and Mm -hmm. connection. But when that center Part is missing, and it's like a jellyfish, yes, you know, mm-hmm. then our arms and legs and our body move like a jellyfish as well, thrown around by every wave, yeah, you know, without mm-hmm. a lot of control, you mm-hmm. know surviving on by some miracle, yeah. <laughs> fin, you know yeah. like i don't even know how jellyfish survive. Thing. that's how they survive but uh, you know but think about that too in ourselves when we are feeling so um unstable we lash out and sting too right oh my
1: gosh, oh my gosh. that's a picture yeah it right? is so true. we yeah. have
0: to protect ourselves because we're so vulnerable yeah that the only way we can stay protected is by lashing out and mm-hmm. and so what what i have learned In doing this work is that even though I'm a physical therapist, even though we're working with nerves and muscles and blood flow and tissue, Mm -hmm. it's so much bigger than that. It's so much bigger than that. It's coming back to the ultimate, beautiful, optimal design of our body and how that physical stability gives us emotional strength and emotional ability to be present in our lives and be our best version of ourselves where Mm -hmm. we can thrive instead of just barely survive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, for me, it's, it just, they're so intertwined and, and it was like each step I would take physically with my core gave me like, I would recognize the connection to feeling stronger and more empowered. And each time I would work through something emotional and mental, like with my therapist, I would feel more ability to be able to connect with my core and again, feel stronger. So it was like it was just hand in hand. Um, and I That's always felt a lot of you can't separate it. You really no, can't. You can't. And, it had to go together. It had
0: to, you know. And it's interesting because if you listen to the podcast on the emotional connection, how I talked about in PT school, um, they they somewhat teach us to be emotionally detached, yeah. right? Um, as a way to pre- preserve the professionalism of the relationship because sometimes you have your hands in pretty intimate positions and they need to have, there needs to be a boundary there so that people feel that, which I totally respect. And I understand, but uh, this work that I do, I can't not be emotionally um, connected with people and encourage them to be emotionally connected in the process too. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you um, went through core foundations and had a pretty dramatic amount of healing, even though the diocese didn't completely close. Um, And
1: then, and then what happened? So that was what, 2015. Yeah. We just kind of, I just kept on living life. You know, I always knew that I wanted more for my, for my core and for myself, but there were just a lot of other things I needed to work on. Like, um, our marriage. Um, my, my middle son um, was just exhibiting things that were really difficult. And I was unsure of what to do. Um, we needed professional help there. Um, and so this is what, 2015, 2016. And I was trying to homeschool all three of my kids. Well, my youngest at the time was like a toddler. So he just, you know, was like, school happened during nap time. <laughs> um, and then 2018, my husband and I, um, we learned about his vision in around the same time that I was starting core work, you know, like healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was a big, a big blow. So it was just like a lot of, there were just so many things like how, you know, how do I manage? Life is still going on. Like this one, this
0: one part of your definitely is affecting everything, but life is still going on. I, I often have these clients and they, they watch the program and they want to do everything and they want to be perfect at everything. And they feel ashamed because they're not doing all this stuff. They feel like they're letting me down in some way or letting themselves down because they invested and they're not doing everything. And I'm like, you have responsibilities in your life. These are tools this yeah. is not some lecture you're going to fail or pass these yeah. are tools and whatever tool you can take and implement into your life is going to be something to help you yeah and, and there are times mm-hmm. where you can add more tools and there are
1: times where you just need the bare minimum of yes. the tool yeah. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. yep and that's what you know i had some knowledge i had some connectedness happening and and that never stopped i continued my therapy i was still on meds i still am um little plug there meds are not a crutch they are a t- another tool, a tool. Um, and yeah so we oh I lost my train of thought there was something specific I wanted to share oh at the same time I was also working on my diet that was another huge piece um I forgot to mention I just totally forgot about it I was experiencing severe bloating and stomach pains like all the time um and so Actually, right before I started the core foundations class, I was also beginning to see a naturopathic doctor, and we did a food sensitivity test, and there was quite a few foods that I was highly sensitive to, and one of them was eggs, and so I removed eggs from my diet and a few other random foods, and the bloating stopped, and that was another piece of being able to use my core properly because that constant bloating was always pushing on those muscles, and it was causing weakness, and it was causing pain, and it was and then yeah, so it was, disconnect, because when you have yeah. chronic discomfort, you withdraw
0: from it. So then you like, and connection is what you needed more than anything.
1: Yes. Yeah. So that was another piece. So that was, and so then we also, I stopped. So wheat and eggs are like my two bigger, biggest components. So I still don't eat those to this day. Um, so yeah, so 2016, 2017, 2018, it was kind of like just continuing living life, figuring things out. Me doing a lot of emotional work, I mean, therapy weekly for like six years. (laughs) Um, That's not nothing. That's a lot of work that has Mm -hmm. been done. Um, And 2018 was kind of another really difficult year. We had a traumatic death in the family. Um, We were in the process of moving from rural to city um, at the same time as this death happened. Um, and my son began to just be worse and worse and worse. And I had like exhausted the avenues of trying to figure out where to get help for him. Um, and it was just one of those years where all of a sudden, all I could do was just make sure everyone stayed alive. It was just a really awful, awful year. Um, and we did, we moved from rural to city. Um, things got really horrible with, our marriage and with our son and, um, we did a neuropsych and we got diagnoses and we, you know, just, so like a lot of the last couple, what is this? 2021, (laughs) the last couple of years has been healing from just that one year, you know, of crazy life circumstances. Um, but in the process, um, I mean, I could probably write a book on just that one, that's 2018 and 2019 and the things that we worked through. Um, my husband and I together. Um, But by God's grace, we are still together, he and I, and we um, wanted to do something to celebrate overcoming a lot of the crap that we worked through. Um, And that we still love each other. And um, neither one of us gave up on each other. And um, that's a big deal. It is and we've always wanted to do something physical together and so like a goal set a goal together and so last year 2020 was going to be our 13th anniversary and so we signed up for a, a, a half marathon because 13 years you know 13 miles why not let's be crazy <laughs> let's do something um and so we started training um and Of course, then we had a global pandemic and that shut everything down. Um, And I'm honestly really glad for the extra time to train for a half marathon because we started training last fall. Wait, what is... So fall of 2019, we started training and I went into it like, I know my my core, I'm going to do this and I'm going to just do it strong. But I went into it with the mentality of the runner I was in high school and like, I can just go run a mile, you know, like I'm just going to go do it. Oh my word. And I couldn't do it. I was like, Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> we I, have to step back at the baby steps, back at the baby steps. <laughs> but what I did was I worked up to like three and a half miles within like a two month period. And I was peeing myself. My knees were hurting. My core was hurting. I was like, okay. So I backed off on the mileage. I started PT for my knees and then the whole world shut down. So everything you know and then we had so many things set up to make our family work well and then that all got taken away and so then it was jumping back into really difficult circumstances at home again with my son um and um so we just paused the physical training and went back on to weekly phone calls with our we have a family psychologist we talk to weekly well now we're doing well it's like every couple of months, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, but it was weekly talking to a family psychologist and, um, that's not nothing, you know, like the work that we were doing relationally, emotionally, mentally, has given us.
0: You had, you had some strength and some foundational strength to build on. Yes. For that. So you weren't the jellyfish when
1: you were going through that well, stuff. And I felt, I still felt strong. My body still was there for me. I was thankful for my body, you know, I, at the, way back when my third child was a baby, baby, I was angry with my body. I mean, I was angry with myself for being in the place that I was at. And I've, you know, I was, even though I was walking through the, some of the, the hardest things that we have walked through as a family, um, my body was there for me and I was strong and I knew when to take rest. I knew when to say no to things. I knew when not to push my body. Um, you and then,
0: I will have respect for what your body was doing and what role it was playing in yeah. the, the emotional support that you needed. Yeah. And, and I think we can, we can take that for granted until it's taken away from us. Yeah. And then you get it back and it's like, okay, I, I can't take that for granted again. Yeah. Right. Because yes. I need that for these other things to fall into place. Where are you? Um, now in, in you know yeah. I, lockdown is still a little weird right now where are you now in in what you do on a kind of a regular basis to for you know basic kind of
1: self-care emotionally physically all of those things yeah so we'll say our our half marathon was rescheduled for this july um and that got postponed again till the fall so september is our goal and i think okay. we're going to actually make it. Um so physically, I'll start with that just because that's what I'm thinking about right now. Um my husband and I try to do um we've been trying to do like a 5k walk run. Like we're not pushing ourselves at all uh, together at least once a week. And then we're trying to at least once or twice a week each of us separately get out and work on just a mile, like running a consistent mile. Um, we hope to be a little further ahead by this point, but we're not, you know, we're just we're celebrating what we're doing. We are celebrating everything. You can walk run that half
0: marathon. Yes. yes. Right? Because the reality is if it's gonna represent your marriage, yes, there are times that you're running, there are times where you're walking real slow. <laughs> there are times where you're on. <laughs> so but you're you're doing it together so yeah. if if you can shift your focus from like the traditional physical goal of it and what yeah. the 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 time together represents and the journey represents and you're listening to your body as you're going through not powering through no pain no gain to the end it could be
1: a really beautiful moment yeah. And what so what I actually am doing the core integrations now. I bought that program in December, I think. Um, and I we've he's actually watching the videos with me and so he's getting a lot of knowledge just by, you know, um proxy. But um what we're focusing on both of us when we're running is that we only run until we feel like our core is tired. And so it's very connected and we're constantly like, Oh, remember straighten out and we loosen up our shoulders and we you know, we I eyes on the horizon. So. <laughs> would say eyes on the horizon. Yes, eyes on the horizon. And you know, neutral pelvis, and 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 both of us. It's been really cool to run together because oftentimes he will be quicker to say my core needs a break, and I'm like, I'm glad you said that because mine does too. <laughs> because I'm, I still struggle with making sure I speak up for my needs. And I, you know, like, and I, and I think a lot of it, well, there's a lot of reasons to why, but, um, but yeah, so today, you know, I focus a lot on honoring what my body can do, honoring what I have the capacity for. Um, and so my, my self-care used to look very, uh, like I almost every single Saturday morning was my off time for like four or five years consistently. Um, and I only stopped that like religious Saturday. It wasn't religious, but like the, the consistent every single Saturday, um, when we got things in set in place for my son. And so I, I didn't feel like the life was being sucked from me every single day. Um, and so now, um, and I had seen, I was seeing a personal therapist for, you know, almost six and a half years. And I've gotten to the point where. She and I both, like the last conversation we had, she's like, you know where I am and you have the tools. Um, And so it's, I'm in this interesting transition from like needing so much professional help to realizing I have, I have what I need and honoring myself, not in a prideful way, but in just a sense of like, I know when I need to stop. I know when I need to rest. Like I took a nap this morning. I didn't used to ever let myself do that, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm super privileged. I'm like, i I just know, like I'm just so thankful for the time, you know, that the fact that even I can, I can actually do that in my schedule. Um, so yeah, I, I make sure that I take time for myself. I listen to books. Um, my husband is, he and I are very, we're much more on the same page now. So like when I need a break, I can get out. And I, you know, I just said, Hey, I need to go do this or I really could use this or whatever. You know, it's a lot easier now that my kids are older and he's working from home. Mm -hmm. I can leave the house really easily. You know, those baby years when the kids were just constantly needing everything, Mm -hmm. uh, I had to be very strict and making myself leave the house without the kids. And like Daniel was such a support, my husband and saying, you need this. It's like, like, go do this.
0: Well, I think that's good for people that might be listening that are in a different season because we can only ever see um, the season we're in, right? Um, And so I think it's really helpful. And I think this is part of what's kind of gotten lost in the pandemic, too, is that we don't have the interaction between different people like we used to. We don't really you know we only see the people we choose to see and and maybe they're people that are in the exact same stage we are or something like that but i think it's really valuable for us to recognize that what you were what you had the capacity for when your kids were little and when when you had other struggles going on is very different than what you have the capacity for now mm-hmm. and and your knowledge and the wisdom that you've gained over the years you know these um this journey has been has grown you in really powerful ways, there and your kids are young enough to see it to see the healthy version of you. you know we focus on our weakest times, right mm-hmm. your kids aren't even going to remember that part of you and and I think about how broken physically, emotionally, even at times spiritually I was when my mm-hmm. kids were young um and what a hard season that was for me and where I am now, my kids, I have one that's almost 22, one that's 17, one that's 13. Mm-hmm. They only know this version of me that I'm strong and confident and grounded and present. This mm-hmm. is all with good posture. <laughs> you know. This is the only mom they, they remember, they don't remember. And I'm not saying that the kids aren't influenced by some of that stuff, but but the work you've done is going to have a ripple effect on, you know, the lives of your kids. And yeah. it's, it's, it's really beautiful. Yeah. You've done some and good even, work. Even, sorry?
1: You've done some good work. Thank you. And even when we're struggling, like even when we are in the pit and we don't know what to do next, the kids are also watching us then. hmm and, and it's okay to be in that. Yeah. It's a, you know, and I I just want to say that because I struggled so much when I was in that place of, you know, just the guilt and, and shame that I felt. Um, and that's okay. You know, like it's okay to be there. And then the next step is the awareness, right? The the acknowledging, okay, this is where I'm at. And I, I don't want to stay here and you're right. It does have a ripple effect, you know, like Daniel, my husband, I often talk about how our youngest son is, is quite different from our older two, because he's, he's, he's pretty much just getting the healthy version of us, you know,
0: <laughs> yeah. so sorry. Yep, yeah. <laughs> that's how it works. That's how it works. I always tell my oldest, uh, you know, you were our first. Yeah did the best we could. <laughs> Fortunately, yeah. he's turned out pretty amazing. But you know, it's all a journey. It's all a journey. Mm-hmm. Well, I I love your story. And I love um, the parts that you um, shared that are different than maybe other stories. I think it's important for us to talk about the depression and the emotional component and your capacity and what you're able to do when. And um, in hindsight, it's easy for us to give, to see the grace in all of that. But I'm sure at the time that was not easy for you to, no. to be patient and to believe that it's going to get better and be okay with Doing what you can at the time, but we can see now on the other side of that, you are one of those people that can tell other people little things add up. I know. And, uh, I can say that now. In yeah, you know You've seen it. You believe it. You've owned it. And yeah. and and you know, you're giving that that back that um to other people that are in a different place or or maybe were where you were or could relate to part of your story. So I really appreciate that. And that's why we do this podcast because mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's such beauty in each individual story. And um, and I love and feel honored to be a part of it. And I'm just a part of it. Like I, I, I'm never one to say that, oh, the tummy team solves all your problems. But it is a missing, we provide resources that are often a missing component that yeah. people can't quite pinpoint what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but even the fact that when you first figured out you had such a severe diastasis, and you knew the tummy team existed. Even though you weren't ready to go there, that
1: that knowledge gives so much hope. It did. Right? I remember listening, and it was YouTube. I remember you it was one of the first times you shared part of your story. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, oh, someone gets the the struggle. Like they get it and they know. So thank you for the work you're doing. Cause I mean, my life wouldn't be the same. You know, tummy team has definitely been a key component to my healing. Um, you know, healing physically, emotionally, yeah. The 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 connection with my core really was the beginning of me getting mental and emotional help. Like recognizing the pain and the the disconnect in my core was way bigger than those muscles in my belly. Yeah, I mean, it is. If I hadn't had the opportunity to to listen to to Beth learn, you know, to listen to you, um, Kelly Dean. Like I just, this was the first place that I, you know, these two programs were the first place that I heard strong women telling us who were experiencing such intense weakness that it was okay. And that there is something better and that you can do it It was just so powerful. And it continues to be, which is why I'm so happy to share.
0: (laughs) I'm happy that you shared well thank you so much holly thank you everybody for listening today and um i'm gonna add some additional resources based on stuff that we shared in this podcast in our podcast notes so make sure you look for those and um yeah and i hope you guys are well wherever you are and i hope this encouraged you thanks again holly bye bye everyone thank you for joining us today at the tummy team journey podcast The Tummy Team is committed to validating your story, providing you with relevant practical education to understand your body, and offering effective solutions to live the life you were meant to live. Check out thetummyteam.com to get more information about how we can help you specifically, and see if one of our online programs is right for you. You can also follow The Tummy Team on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube to get tips, encouragement, and support.